0: Welcome to Excel Church. My name is Pastor Alicia. And I am Pastor Charles. And we're so glad he's with us and that you're with us on this morning. We are enjoying our Collide series. If you haven't been able to join us up until now, you've got to go back and listen to the YouTube uh, sermon from last week because this has been something that I think is going to be very transformative and the title of this uh, this lesson is entitled, Be Transformed. Somebody say that with us.
1: Be Transformed.
0: Be Transformed. And, you know, the big idea is really that when Jesus rescues us, um, he begins a process within us. He begins a good work in us. And that it's a process. Yes, it is. We can't get... Frustrated? We can't expect it to be instantaneous. It is a process. Somebody say that with me. It is a process. A process. Yeah. And it takes place within us um, so that we can begin to renew our minds and create a life where it is centered on Jesus. And so for many of that, us that is a transition because our lives have before we give our lives to Christ been centered around what is important to us right we we're more self-centered and when we give our life to Christ we begin that process of learning how to center our lives upon him and so while it is true that Jesus loves us just the way we are he loves us enough not to leave us just the way we are right
1: thank you Jesus. thank
0: you jesus (laughs) so today if you turn your bibles with me and pastor charles to the book of romans chapter 12 we're going to be coming out of verse 2 and we're going to get some really important um principles revisited and apply it to our life so Um, We kicked off the things that we talked about last week, Mm -hmm. looking into the principle of standing firm in our faith. So that's what we talked about last week. And Mm -hmm. uh, we talked about how this world attempts to offer us um, a different set of values. Uh, We talked last week about how the world tries to tempt us and how it tries to offer us and seduce us the things of the world, Mm -hmm. uh, but that ultimately that those are things that are inconsistent and difficult to stand on and definitely difficult to build your life upon. So we said we were going to pursue the things of Christ. And so we want to allow ourselves to be led by the Holy Spirit in order to lead us into all truth. And we said that when we do, we get to experience the abundant life that Christ came to give us. And so how do we keep that going? How do we keep that experience going from day to day? I believe we're going to cover three things today um, about how we can do that. And the first thing we're going to talk about overall is on how to be transformed. Mm -hmm. Um, So we talked about laying that foundation last week. And so this week, We're going to talk about those three things that will help us to move our life forward after we lay the foundation, after we have uh, built our life and given our life to Christ. So I don't know if any of you have ever seen, um, I don't know if you had to watch this with me, the kids, the movie Transformers.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I watched that. You saw that movie as well? I saw it with the kids.
0: It's it's a series. Um, It was a huge hit. And they're still very popular, but they were so successful because they would take the idea that these ordinary cars would somehow transform, somebody say transform,
1: transform
0: into superheroes and have these amazing abilities. And the point that once um, these ordinary vehicles transformed, They were able to be truly extraordinary. And I believe that God desires that same type of work to happen in our lives. And that although we may see ourselves as absolutely normal, ordinary, regular people, that when he comes into our life and the power of the Holy Spirit begins to activate and work within us, that we too become someone who is truly extraordinary. And we find ourselves doing supernatural, unbelievable things that we're just looking outside and saying, wow, I can't believe that I was able to do that. And it was because we did it, not in our own strength, but through the power of God that he transformed us. And we want to talk about that today.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to talk about that because I was just thinking about how we're natural, Mm -hmm. you know, and then when God puts his super on top of us, oh my God, we're able to just do some amazing things and like you said, be able to transform uh, and allow God to use us in a mighty way. We become you know, like superheroes. Like superheroes. Super, so I'm, <laughs> I'm excited about today's life.
0: I'm excited too, but here's the thing. The reality is one of the things that prevents us from getting to that place is we get caught in sinful behavior. Hmm. Um, and when we get caught in the sinful behavior, not, as, not only does it not fulfill us um, but it also hinders us from becoming who it is that God has Mm -hmm. intended for us to be Mm -hmm. Um, and so you know as we really and we've talked about this as we really come to the realization that God knows best and we get to the scripture the scripture gives us what we need to know about all of this so if you're there now you should be in Romans chapter 12 Um, we're going to look at verse 2 and it says, this is Paul writing, and this is what he has to say. Master, would you read it for us?
1: Do not conform to the pattern of this world, uh, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will.
0: That's, that's, that's the word. That's the yes. word. And within this one verse... I believe what Paul has done is he's given us an equation, actually. First, there is a subtraction, then an addition, and then finally, an outcome. Mm. Look at it. Let's break that down. You'll see it. As we break this down together, we're going to find the keys to transformation in our lives. Point one. Y'all ready for point one? All right. point one. Pastor, tell us what point <laughs> one is.
1: No. Two the
0: world. Somebody say that. No No to to the the world. world. The first thing that Paul has invited us to do in this scripture is to simply say no.
1: No. I had a difficult time time with that one. I had a difficult time with that one. I would always say yes. Mm. I would always say yes to, you know, do this. Can you do that? Can you do this? Can you do that? It would just be yes, yes, yes.
0: When it comes to the patterns of this world, Paul has given us in this equation that we need to say no. And I'm a firm believer that in everybody's life, there is some kind of rhythm. Um, it can be some of us have healthy rhythms. Uh, for instance, we wake up in the morning, we um, we read our Bibles, we have our cup of coffee, right. we take our shower, we work out, whatever it is we do, we have our rhythm rhythm. Mm. Um, Some of us have developed rhythms that help us to advance in where it is that God is trying to take us. Now, others of us may find that we're caught up in unhealthy rhythms. Uh, the rhythm of staying up all night watching Netflix or the rhythm of staying up all night scrolling on your social media pages, Gossiping. wishing your life was different. <laughs> the, the, the rhythm of you get on, you get off of work, you you call people on the phone, you right. the, you know, whatever the rhythm is. And so, you know, we have to be honest about ourselves. And let's just think about this for a second. What's the rhythm that we have going on in our life right now? Right. Do we need to break it? Do we need to reestablish um, a more healthy rhythm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and maybe maybe it's not something as trivial as some of the things that I said. Maybe there's some sinful habits um, that you keep coming back to, over mm-hmm. and over. That God keeps delivering you, that He keeps rescue rescuing you, and saying, okay. Don't return to your vomit, you know, go forth and you go forth for a period of time. But because it's familiar to you, you return back to what you know and the the necessity of breaking that habit and right. building a new habit in place of that. And we had a really awesome series where we talked about these types of strategies. Um, um, we talked about habit stacking, habit. Um, habit building. We talked Mm -hmm. about a lot of different things where we would be able to replace one bad habit for something else so that we would stop feeling the need to go back to that thing. Um, But the fact is that if we don't recognize those habits, if we don't recognize those unhealthy rhythms that we have established um, and we keep coming back to them over and over again, we find ourselves trapped in a cycle. Like I'm seeing like a hamster wheel just going in circles, and we see everyone else around us moving forward, progressing, accomplishing, achieving, being transformed, and we feel ourselves going in the same circle. So we need to examine our rhythms and look at what we do and what our habits are, and are they sinful? Are they habits that lead us away from God, or are they habits that lead us to God? All right?
1: I like that as well, because once you get that rhythm, you want to keep that rhythm, you know. So if things mm-hmm. are trying to distract you or things are trying to get your rhythm off, you want to make sure that you, you know, you're strong enough to say, no, I'm not going to let you break my mm-hmm. rhythm. I'm not going to mm-hmm. let you distract me from where I'm going and what God is doing in my life and keep that rhythm. So you got to make sure that once you get it. Yeah. Keep it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And the I was talking about that um, the other day about how consistency is key, and so like anytime you start something, you know the, the tendency is that if you start to see things going a little bit better, to back off of it and be like, oh, okay, I'm good now.
1: I'm good. Yeah. But I can coast. I can coast. Whatever
0: it was you did to get that momentum going, that has to continue. You have to keep seeking God. You have to keep praying. You have to keep fasting. You have to keep reading your Word. You have to. You can't get to a point where you're like, "Oh, okay, I'm cool now. I'm a coast." Right. And then you find yourself, before you know it, going off onto a different pathway. (laughs)
1: So if no is working for you, it's no.
0: It just continues to be (laughs) no. No, I'm not going to be able to go there with y'all. No, I'm not going to. I'm going to catch y'all later. You know when we make these decisions to be transformed, I remember there were certain habits um, that we used to have certain things we used to do certain rhythm. So, you know, Friday's night was girl's night. And so girl's night, you know, we would meet at so-and-so's house and then we would have a drink and then we would go to the club. And so when we gave our lives to Christ, it was just like, now we got to find a new rhythm. Like what are we doing now? Wow. You know, so now it's got to be something to replace that. It doesn't mean that you can't be friends anymore, but Y'all go do all of that and then hit me up on Sunday and we can go to brunch or, Mm -hmm. you know, we can do, we can go to church together or we can, you know, go to the art museum or we can do something else. We have to create new habits in place of what we did before and be willing to say no when the invitation is to take you back to a place that you know that God has delivered you from.
1: I want to, if somebody is watching this, if you're watching this, I want you to just say no right now. Just Say no, type it in, no, get comfortable with it. Just get comfortable with it. Because I know we got a lot of yes, <laughs> yes men out here. We got a lot of yes, you know, but say no. Sometimes it's okay to say no because you're trying to get that rhythm. You're trying to get in tune with God and uh, just make sure that it's okay. Get comfortable with saying no.
0: And you know what, Pastor, in our lives, sometimes the first step towards transformation is what Pastor just said. Some internal dialogue mm-hmm. between you and not somebody yes, else, but, but in between, no, between you and your sinful no. habit. Not no to God. No, I'm <laughs> no saying, to your sinful no, I'm habit. No, in line with <laughs> right, God. Right, right, right. No. Yeah, no to the, the sinful, sinful habit. Yep. So you know, if you see that sin creeping back in your life. Um, and you have to convince yourself, no, we're not doing that no more. We don't no. we don't rock like that no more. That's not that's not how I operate. This how this not how I flow. So you say no, and you present that when that temptation presents itself to you, you have to be consistent in right. your no. So that was point one. Anybody remember point one? I think you know it by <laughs> now, right? No. No to the world, <laughs> right? Um, and either as we get that down, we can we can move on to point two. Point two. So if I'm saying no to the world, we, point two is yes, yes. To, to the okay. way. Yeah. Somebody say that with us. Yes, yes. To, to the okay. way. Yeah. So once you are able to locate the worldly patterns mm-hmm. um, that you've been following, the space is then created. For God's transforming work to begin to take place in you. And so Jesus desires that we live a life that is constantly seeking to grow. Mm. So no matter where we are, it's not like a checkbox is one and done. There's always another opportunity right. to grow, mm. to, to, to go to the next level, to learn new things, to apply and to become more and more like Christ. None of us have arrived. Somebody say that with me. None, none of, us of us have arrived. arrived. And so, you know, if I if I could even illustrate it. Like if you imagine there was a plant. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have this plant. And you water that plant.
1: right? And
0: you water that plant, so what?
1: It can grow. So
0: it can grow. But the point is, for that plant to grow, it needs water. Not iced tea, not coffee, coffee, (laughs) not soda, (laughs) right? Not lemonade. It needs water Mm. to grow and we need the living water to grow. I don't know why we think that we can make it simply with good self-help books, great celebrity advice. Great talk show information. Some of the stuff that we add to it is entertaining. But in order to grow.
1: Full of sugar.
0: Come on now. Mm. In order to grow, we need the word. We need the word of God. We need the Holy Spirit. In our Romans 12, 2 verse, Paul, he he breaks it down. But he starts off being concerned with how we Think. think. Our thought process, Mm. our thought process, somebody say that with me. Our thought thought process process. is important when it comes to your growth potential Mm. in the kingdom of God. So a man thinketh, so he is. Mm. And so oftentimes the temptation to follow those worldly patterns and values begins with a thought.
1: Yeah, the renewing of the mind mm. in the scripture, that part, just the renewing of the mind, is just so critical important on a consistent basis. Because you can get to the point where you think that, like you said, you've arrived. Or mm. you've figured mm. something out. Or, mm. you know, you're good. Um, no, but the scripture still exists. You constantly have to be renewing your mind. You constantly have to make sure that your thoughts are lining up mm. with the word of God. And that you will be able to say no to when the devil tries to come and distract you or try to get you off course, you're able to say no. And then you're also strong enough to say, not only am I saying no, Mm -hmm. but also I'm saying yes. Yes. Yes to his way. And I'm I'm going to let you know that this is my way. This is my thought. And I'm not willing to change my thought. I'm not willing to get off course. I'm not willing to mm, let you get me on, out of man. rhythm. I'm not willing to allow you to take me back. Come on, y'all. Y'all know I'm not going back. Somebody say I'm not going back. I'm not going backwards. I ain't taking one step. You know how you say two steps forward, one step back? No, I'm three steps I forward. I know that's right. I'm three steps forward. With that rhythm, I can't. I can't. I can't let it go. You know. So yes to his way. Is so important in renewing of of your mind. Renewing of your mind. And that's daily. That's not weekly. That's not a month. That's not a New Year's resolution. Okay, I'm going to renew my mind. No, it's every day Mm. I wake up. Lord, cleanse my mind. Lord, give me the strength to be able to say no to temptations, to taking steps back. And give me the strength to be able to say yes.
0: Yes, yes, yes. And renew it. Yes. And when you read, when you spend that time reading and studying the Word of God, it gives you the right type of thought process. Like like you were saying, like it puts you in your right mind, so that you see things the way that God sees things, that yes. you respond to things, and you understand how. His perspective is on a thing. So it helps you to respond well when you are confronted Mm. um, with worldly things. And just like the plant I was talking about, that illustration a moment ago, we can't simply water our minds every once in a while. Mm. You know, you can't simply water a plant every once in a while. You know, we went on vacation. We came back. The plants were dead. They were like, that's not how it works. You don't get to dead, just dead, dead dead. You don't get to just go on vacation and just think I'm still thriving. No, you can't just take a vacation right. and not continue to do the things that God has instilled in you are mm, important to your spiritual growth and your spiritual sustenance and then expect your your, your life to still be flourishing. So, I really think this is key in terms of sticking with it. Um, just a example that came to my mind when you were talking, Pastor. Um, we had a date yesterday and Pastor wanted to go get some dessert. And I was just like, no, I don't want to get any dessert because if you follow me on social media, you know I lost four pounds. And I was just like, I'm really trying to keep moving forward. I wanted to go from four pounds to five pounds to six pounds to seven pounds to get all the quarantine pounds off. And so going to get dessert was not something I wanted to do because my concern was that it would push me back and then I would have to go back forward again after going backwards. And I just wanted to keep going forward. Um, And so that's a temptation. That was was a wonderful invitation. That's something that I would like to do. But here's the thing. When you've worked hard to rebuild your life, Mm -hmm. when you've worked hard to get certain things out of your system, to get people out of your life, to get peace in your life, to get to a certain point where you can sleep at night and you're not crying yourself to sleep, to get to a certain point where you're not worried all the time, when you worked hard to eliminate unhealthy habits and eliminate unhealthy and sinful practices and you finally have a sense of joy and mm-hmm, peace, peace in your life, then you have to also fight hard to hold on to that right. and to then move forward doing the things that will help to support the new lifestyle. So you begin to replace those things like we said, and but also do the right things, do the things that help you. So as pastor was saying, let's look at Psalm chapter one. We'll look at verses one through two. It says, bless it, is the one who does not walk and step with the wicked right. or stand in the way that sinners take hmm. or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. So this supports what you were saying, Pastor. This ain't no one and done. This ain't no... You know, hit it and quit it. This is a on and on and on and on. And then when you get tired again and then again and then again. And surrounding yourself with people who hmm. get that, who don't feel like, oh, that y'all doing too much. They don't take all that. I remember I used to hear that as a Christian. Oh, oh, I, don't I don't take all, all that. of that. No, listen, you got to be willing to say it take all of that and, and then-, then some. For me to stay on the pathway of righteousness and I'm willing to do it because I know the plans that my father has for me, plans for good and not for evil to bring me to an expected end. I'm not even interested in what y'all trying to present to me. I want to be with him. I want to walk with him. I want to grow with him and I want to become more like him. And so David here in this Psalm, you know, he is a walking, talking example of the importance of meditating on God's word day and night, because God desires that we not just have the word near us, but actually in us, in in our minds, in our hearts, in our lives.
1: I just wanted to say this real quick, Mm -hmm. because the scripture talks, it starts off with blessed is the one
0: blessed, blessed, blessed,
1: blessed is the one. So, and you know, we say we want to be, you know, we want to be blessed and you, you know bless me lord and mm, you know come on come on <laughs> bless bless me lord but but we don't want to change nothing
0: Ooh.
1: we don't want to let nobody go mm. we don't want to say no we 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 easy to say yes you know so you know when the scripture says blessed is the one yes, it, yes, it comes yes, yes. with um, change yes. it comes with your willingness to, you know, stay away from, you know, wicked situations, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and we have the Holy Spirit, yes. you know, and we praying and fasting, you know, going to church and, you know, reading our word. And then when something wicked in the Holy Spirit, the yeah. Spirit tells you, you know, you might need to leave that person alone.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You might need to leave that one person alone, mm-hmm. that one conversation alone in order for me to bless you. Mm. You know, so we have to get to the point where we say, you know what? Blessed. I'm blessed. I'm that one. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm
1: he that I'm that one in my family. I'm that one.
0: Yes, God.
1: That's gonna be the one that's somebody say,
0: no. say I am blessed.
1: I am blessed.
0: Third point. We're gonna give him the third point before we close today. Point three, discern your purpose. Say that with me. Discern, discern your, your purpose. purpose. And we know even though Paul wrote this letter many, many years ago, it is amazing that God knew what we would need even right now. Hmm. There are many of us, many of you watching today that have spent time endlessly searching for purpose in your life Hmm. and you try to find it. And things in this world. You've tried to find it in relationships. You've tried to find it in substances. You've tried to find it in careers. And you found yourself recognizing that it couldn't be found in any of those places. Hmm. Come on, let's be real. We have all had that experience before we came to the recognition that everything that we desire flows from and comes from God. And so until we have figured this out, we find ourselves endlessly going in a bunch of different directions, um, spinning our wheels, like we said, like on a hamster wheel. Mm. And so now that we've figured out that you can't accomplish it, you can't receive it, you can't obtain it anywhere else, we know that Christ yes. is the only one who can give you meaning and purpose in your life. When you figure out what it is that Christ wants to do through you, it gives you a purpose. I always say the alarm clock does not wake me up. Mm-hmm. My purpose My wakes, wakes me, me up. up. Yeah. My purpose yeah. pulls me up and it's like, okay, let's get started. We got the, we got stuff to do. Your purpose drives you and pushes you. He has called you to do great things. Mm-hmm. Great things here on the... It, on the earth for the kingdom of God. And I know you may be thinking, I'm me? But again, remember the transformers. We are ordinary. But when we heed to the call of God and his super is on our natural, we are able to do supernatural, extraordinary things for his glory. And so as as stated in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7, you have giftings. And abilities that no one else has Mm. for the building up of the kingdom. Yes. Amen. Amen. I want somebody to declare it. I have giftings and abilities that no one else has Mm. for the building up of the church. And I wonder how many of us have yet to sense a calling from God. Because we run from spending time with God, sitting with him long enough to hear what he wants He's to say to, to, to us life. to address our unhealthy rhythms and to focus long enough on our relationship with him to know what he wants to do in our life.
1: Mm. That's, that, that's That's good because a lot of times we do a whole lot of, whole lot of things and it adds up to nothing. Mm. Spend a whole lot of time. Whole lot of time, mm. it adds up to absolutely nothing, and that's that. That comes from Spend not spending time, time with, with him. God. Yes, I that, mean, Pastor,
0: yeah. I wish you would even just like give him like an example <laughs> or something because you have really mastered that. Just going and spending time with God and having God give you the master plan on like something that's like a complete shortcut or a complete like nobody else saw it, nobody else would have seen it, but because you were spending time with God. He revealed something to your show. I mean, if there's anything that comes to mind.
1: Well, uh, you know, many come to my mind. I know, one right? that's, Yeah, one that's real quick is is that um, when we were in the process of uh, purchasing our home. Okay. And um, um, we bought the home, and it was uh, it was you know foreclosed on. And um, normally, when you hear the word foreclosure or something like that. Um, you think automatically, oh, it's bad. It's in a bad situation. It's bad, the plumbing, the, the electrical, the, you know, and a lot of people would normally hear something and then automatically assume mm. that it's bad, you know, and see other people and they will agree with you. Oh, that's going to be bad. Oh, that's going to be a whole, you know, a whole lot of work. And um, until you actually seek God and hear from God, you know, if God told you that that's your home, then that's your home, whether it needs wiring, whether it needs plumbing and whether it needs all of that. Let me fast forward. When God tell you to do something, go for it, go for it. And guess what happened? As soon as we was in the process of, 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 of purchasing and finally got in, inside the house with nothing wrong with the plumbing, with nothing wrong with the electrical, it was able he was able to get it. And guess what? It was discounted. It was discounted. So just listening to the voice of God and not listening to the voice of other people's Mm. opinions or what they've been through or what they've experienced. Mm. I would say that is a key point, um, especially when you are on the path of getting what Mm -hmm. God has for you. Mm -hmm. If God wants it for you, he'll show you. And guess what? If we would have came and the whole inside was tore up. That didn't change what God said. Well. <laughs> so let's be clear. Well. If something was wrong. Right. That didn't change that God didn't give you the instruction and he gave it to you for you. Which means that if he give it to you. That's right. Then, then he already has the provision for that's you. That's
0: right. That's right. You, and that's key because so many times, like you said, we'll say we hurt God. But then when it gets complicated or difficult, we'll be like, well, no, that's not. God that God didn't say that. No, wait a minute. <laughs> Did you hear God? Did oh, you, you told- not hear from God? You, you gotta stand <laughs> on what he said. Because it gets hard, it's not the time to begin to become disobedient. He said
1: something about the scripture, First Corinthians, about building up for the church. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I thought about was when people have titles. Mm. And then when you ask them to do an assignment. <laughs> This is why I ain't want to come on here. <laughs> but this is when you have a title and you get an assignment, then guess what? You're supposed to do that assignment for the building of the church. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. The building of the church. Not, not, for, not for me? No. Not for not you? No. The building of the I think I should
0: do it for of... you. And then when you get on my nerves and I should just stop.
1: See, when you, when, this is, this is, this is, and, and this is, this is what really allows you to understand
0: mm-hmm.
1: how important it is for you mm-hmm. to have a renewing of your mind mm. on a daily basis. Yes, Lord. Because some people are going to ask you to do some things that you're not going to agree with, but you know that that's your calling. If your calling is for you to serve, if your calling is for you to, to be a giver uh, in the body of Christ. And, you know, pastor or someone asks you to bless the church and you feel as if, you know, you can't handle that because you got bills lined up. Guess what? That's the test time. Mm -hmm. That's the time to realize that you're willing to do over and above what your feelings say, what somebody else is asking you to do that you might not like. But you're willing to do exactly what God told you to do to build up the
0: church. Well, Pastor, I think that the thing that we have to remind the the people who are receiving the word this morning is that the good news is that there is still time. Yes. Uh, I think about how even the thief hanging on the cross next to Jesus, he still had time. time. In his last breath, he had time to receive eternal life. We still have time. I don't think you're on your last breath either. So you have time to, to go ahead and say, God, I receive you. Yes. I receive, I'm ready to rewire my mind. Yes. I'm ready to rewire my life. Yes. Um, you know, I've just felt, and I think that, you know, every day that I wake up, I wake up with the recognition that I'm on his time, mm. that I'm on his time. I'm here for his glory. Yes. So whatever he wants to do he can do it because my life belongs to him yes. uh, it was purchased with a price you know mm-hmm. it's there's a ransom i i'm 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 free but i'm free to serve him yes. and as you begin to renew your mind and put on the mind of christ and you begin to see your mind your mind is not your own Your body is not your own. Your money is not your own. It will dictate a lot of things. There'll be certain things you won't do with your body or let somebody else do with your body because it's not your own. There'll be certain things you won't do with your money and there'll be certain things that you will do with your money because you know it's not your own. When you renew your mind and you begin to get the mind of Christ and begin to stay and meditate in the word to understand what it is that God has to say about a situation instead of taking the easy route to see what everybody else has to say, it will drive you and it will begin to make you function in a different way, mm. in a way that is wired to excel, mm. in a way that is that is destined to achieve the abundant life that Christ came for us to live because the word says it came that we might have life and, and, and. and. Mm. And have it more abundantly. And so, yes, we have eternal life. But we also, while we're here, we will have it more abundantly as we follow the word. And so, you know, Joel 2.12 says, even now, declares the Lord, return to me Mm -hmm. with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and morning, God is calling you this morning I don't know yes. who he's talking to to return back to him like we're not going to just dwell on how we kind of went off to the wrong side or been led astray or been flowing with the crowd and going All off right. into the wrong direction as God is speaking to you this morning he is calling you back to him calling you back to your purpose Mm. for which he has created you, which you either know and are running away from or have not yet discovered because you have yet to surrender your life Mm. in such a way where he can speak to you and tell you what he wants to do with your life. When I was practicing law, I wasn't expecting to get a call to go into full-time ministry, but that was what God did. And Mm. I have had a blessed and abundant life Through a journey of trials and tribulations, no doubt, as I follow God. And I believe I could have stayed in my career and said, no, 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 God, I appreciate your offer. But I already got this lined up. I already got this plan. And I would be miserable. (laughs) Like like, there's no doubt in my mind. I would have been the most miserable person Mm. because of my desire to hold on to what I had. Instead of to let go and let God direct my path. And so whatever it may be, it could be a career. It could be a person. It could be a relationship. It could be um, a a habit. Like we see it, a sinful um, trap that you keep repeating and going back into. Whatever it is this morning, he is calling each and every one of us Mm -hmm. to lay it at the altar. To say, I'm ready to completely follow you, Lord, with my whole heart, to return to you with my whole heart, to give my heart back to you, to give my mind back to you, to give everything about my existence back to you and say, you. Have your way in my life. I trust you. I trust that when I give my life back to you, when you give it back to me, it's going to be better than the way it was when I handed it to you. I can hand it to you all in shambles, all beat up, all scuffed up. And I know because of who you are, Because I spend time meditating in your word and I know your character and I know who you are that you want the best for me. And I know that when you take my life and when I give it to you, when you give it back to me, what you have is going to be better Mm -hmm. than what I gave to you. If we really meditate Mm -hmm. in the word, we have that comfort, we have that peace. We're no longer afraid. We're able to trust him. We're able to let him lead us. And like you said, and then when it gets tough, Mm -hmm. Because it is not a guaranteed pathway to smooth sailing. Right. We are anchored in him Mm -hmm. and we're determined that I don't want to go back. So even though it is not what I'm expecting, even though there's some detours, even though there's some delays, I know that whatever I'm going through with God is much better than what I would face without him out in this world. Outside of his covering, outside of his protection, going by my own whims and my own desires again—that I'm not going back to.
1: No, <laughs> not at all. No, that's good,
0: Pastor. You're not too far gone. No. You are not out of the game.
1: Hope they should type that.
0: Somebody type that. <laughs> Tell him
1: I ain't out the game.
0: Mm, Christ wants <laughs> you. Back. Right. All right. Yes. All right. Do you receive that this morning? Yes. Christ wants you back. Mm. He has a seat for you at the table, and we have a place for you at Excel Church. Yes, I we know do. we're getting ready to get to some serious work with this relaunch. Oh yeah. Some serious work. And so for those of you who have your purpose in serving God. And you know that God is calling you for such a time as this. It's time for us to get to work. It's time for us to get to work because God is calling all of his children back. And when they come back, they have a place where they will be loved and they will be nurtured and they will be taught and they will be inspired and they will be pushed and they will be accountable. (laughs) You know all of that and then some at Excel Church. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you. We will see you back next week as we continue our Collide series. And we love you, and we're praying God's best over your life. Pastor, you want to pray us out this morning?
1: Yes. Father, in the name of Jesus, yes. we just thank you for allowing us to come together today.
0: Yes, God. Thank you, To Lord. hear
1: your word, and not just be hearers of the word, mm-hmm. but doers of the word. Yes. Bless us, Father. Use us for your glory. And we should give you the praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: Be blessed.